0: Hello, RP people, and welcome back to another episode of Role Playing a Smart People, the podcast where we pretend to know what we're talking about when it comes to all things tabletop. My name is Santa, and I'm glad you can tune in again. Joining us, as always, is Mr. Finer and Scott W, but today we have a special guest. Get a bed with that cast. Oh, I'll, get on, right <laughs> okay, so I'll get this right eventually, man. I'll get this right. Say hello to Carrie Smith. hello. 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 Yeah, you guys were supposed to say hello too. Wow, we're so disorganized today. No, <laughs> yeah,
1: you, you 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 named the guest, and then there's nothing following that. We wait well, for instructions. I
0: said say hello to you know that that was implied. So well, I anyway. roll
1: the tape back. Roll the tape back.
0: <laughs> okay, now it stays in how it it shows. Um, so, Carrie, tell us a little bit about yourself
2: uh i am carrie smith uh she her pronouns you can find me at carriesmith twenty twelve on twitter and youtube um k e r r i smith two zero one two i have uh quite a few actual plays out on youtube right now i have Deadlands the crossroads uh it's a fourteen episode series that is it involves twenty seven players and exit on death so it is with the Savage World system that we're gonna talk about today.
0: That's awesome, Matt. So how did you get into streaming?
2: Um, or YouTube. Sorry. Yeah, I I I've always been into like editing stuff. I really have enjoyed editing things like my entire life basically. And so whenever I started playing TTRPGs online, I was like, oh yeah, this is this is going on YouTube. I don't even care if it's good.
0: <laughs> yeah that's kind of how uh we started our podcast too we just ended up um we we ended up talking about so many obscure things with tabletop that we're just like well we have to rationalize why we do this so we created a podcast just for that whole thing
2: <laughs> i love it
1: yeah very true
0: yeah uh also before we get started on the topic i have a little bit of spring cleaning to do and scott i think you might like this one Okay. Uh, due to popular demand, uh, I will no longer censor any of the fucks. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, it, yes, it's that open Wait. season. Uh, we will give all the fucks you want. Uh, so- <laughs> I, didn't,
1: I didn't understand how we came to how we came to buy frost before we cross this magical moment. <laughs> how did it come by?
0: Well, I, yeah. I, had a, I had one person message me on Twitter once. He's like, hey, why do you censor it? I was like, well, you know, that way it's just a little bit more friendly for the users, everything like that. Uh, and then uh, one of my friends... Um, he mentioned he's like oh why do you censor why do you censor fuck and i was like oh you know mostly just like you know if we ever get like advertiser or something it's a little bit more friendly and then my it's funny because my supervisor he he actually checked it out and he asked he asked the same question he's like why why are you doing that and at that point i'm just like okay too many people are asking so (laughs) no more censorship from this episode on on any Uh,
2: no i got here just in fucking time didn't i
0: (laughs) there you go that's the spirit
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, that's great, then. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Let's do this. So, on tonight's topic, we're going to actually be discussing all about Savage Worlds. Why we love it, why we think you guys should play it, and also maybe why is it not as popular as it should be. Um, So, to kind of get the ball rolling, I figured let's just talk about how did we all first actually find out about Savage World? Some of us may be way longer ago than before than others, but um yeah. Carrie, how did you first find out about it?
2: Uh I heard of it fairly recently, to be honest. Um, I actually uh found it through Critical Role, which I know is a interesting topic to talk about, but um I I'm a I'm a big Critical Role fan. I really like it, and I saw their uh oh gosh, what was it called? Undeadwood mm-hmm. yep. series. And I was yeah, like, yeah. what is this? I need to know what this is. And so I started looking it up and that's how I, I heard what, you know, Deadlands was in general and then Savage Worlds. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm purchasing these books. I have to right now. So <laughs> that is, that is how I heard of it.
0: Oh, that's, it, it's funny. Cause when you first say Critical Role, I was like, but that's D and D. But no, yeah. they did do that. They did do that. That's correct. Yeah.
2: yeah, Brian Foster did such a good job. It was so cool.
0: Yeah, that's that's actually the same way how I uh, I found out about Fate was when a couple of the people from Critical Role were on doing an episode of for the Fate system, and they were doing almost like a what's it, an SCP style kind of like mm-hmm. game. And I was like, oh, that is so cool. And I that's how I actually bought Fate. So yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Um, what about you, Finder? How did you find first originally find out about the very first edition of Savage Worlds? Uh, we actually played Deadlands Classic, uh, ooh, ooh. which was a
3: really cool system. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the The character it, it, Deadlands Cla- Classic is still one of my favorite character generation uh, systems of all time because it's just it was a lot of fun and it used cards and all that stuff. Then. When Shane Hensley came out with the uh quick start download test drive sort of version of Savage Worlds back in 2002, 2002, 2003, that's when my friends and I decided we would check it out and we've been playing it ever since.
0: So, almost it's been about 20 years now for me. 20 years for Savage Worlds for me, they've had the, they've had it. Well, Savage Worlds has had it for 20 years, the first came out in yeah.
1: 2003.
0: Uh, the wow. copyright's 2003,
3: so... Is it
1: really on the first book? Uh-huh. uh-huh.
3: Oh, well, yeah, I, I went nice. to grab it just to make sure, because I thought it was 2004 yeah, as well, but then
0: I uh, had to pull it, and I was like, oh, 2003.
3: I wonder if it was late
1: 2003, and that's why everyone just assumes 2004.
0: Probably. probably. Yeah. That, that's actually interesting. I wonder how many people actually came over to Savage because of Deadlands.
2: I know I did. Yeah.
1: Yeah, see, probably a handful. You'll have some of the older, like, generation of Deadlands players who really don't like what happened to Deadlands is sort of how they perceive it. Uh-huh. You know? It's like someone took the Deadlands and then made it to not deadlands. Even though <laughs> it's mostly it's mostly intact, but yeah, you'll still some find some people who swear by the original, you know, style of Deadlands and can't stand Savage Worlds, which is weird, but
0: Yeah, uh, people get people like certain things for certain reasons. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. What about you, Scott? How did you actually find out about Savage originally?
1: Uh, yeah, early 2000s, uh, probably 04, 05. it's a little hazy. Uh, know it was after I got back from Afghanistan part one and it was just tired of d and I haven't played D&D in a while. So I was kind of jumping between systems and trying to find, you know, I was on that quest for the perfect system and then, uh, just happened to see it and was like, well, what is this? It uses cards. Okay. Color me intrigued. It's different. And then, <laughs> Yeah. That was it. I was like, well, wait a minute. There's no character class. I could do whatever the hell I want. Finally. Awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, that was a big one for me. Before then, like, I knew I played GURPS originally, and then I went to D&D, and I wasn't happy with it. I remember I was talking with a friend of mine, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, that's why I actually like Savage. And I was like, oh, what's that? And he, he let me uh, his book with uh, for my my first experience for the settings for Savage World. The same time that I found out about the system was uh, Fifty Fathoms, and although I have never played that one, I I read the rules. I made a couple characters. I was like, "This is really cool," and it just allowed me to really let whatever the hell is in my mind and just pop it out. So I, yeah, I kind of I fell for Savage Worlds from Fifty Fathoms, but then I just started buying all the books, and yeah, and that's eventually how I found actually finder and scott so uh, true statement yeah so for the system itself what do you guys think actually makes it so special that keeps people playing it anyone can answer
1: well now there's now a whole bunch of people so let's well, yeah. carry you're a, you're a newer convert so have you played did you play anything before Savage Worlds
2: uh yeah I was actually okay. all I played was D&D before.
1: Okay. So that's a good question for her to start with, right? Is to like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> why? Why, why would did you s- leave? Why did you yeah. leave Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> uh, I Well, okay. So I was just, I was intrigued about how the system would work. And first of all, i it was so hard to get out of my dnd brain and learn <laughs> savage Worlds. Yeah. savage worlds is not hard to learn it's actually it's it's a really simple game to learn but my brain was like dungeons and dragons i don't know how <laughs> to learn anything else <laughs> so once i got past that um it was just a very simple game and and like you had said earlier where where uh we don't have a character class. You're not confined to oh, you're a paladin so you can do these things. You yeah. can quite literally do yeah. anything. You're you're not put in a box with that and I think that's really um attractive for some people. They see that and they're like, "Oh, okay, let me let me give this the shot. You don't have to follow all these guidelines." Um, but for me personally, I am obsessed with the initiative in Savage Worlds. There I we go. I'm obsessed with it. The fact that it changes every round is so refreshing for me because I thought I just didn't like combat. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, I just, I like d and I just don't really like running combat. I'm like, maybe I just don't like combat at all. And then I played Savage Worlds and I'm like, combat is amazing. We're just gonna put, <laughs> we're gonna draw a new card every time. Mm. This is gonna be great. You could go first. You could go last. We don't know.
3: And the cool thing is the Joker. I mean, as part of the initiative system, I love the Joker in there because that just amps it up a little bit more. And we like it so much, we throw four Jokers in the deck. So, oh nice, nice. yeah,
2: yeah. And the excitement on, like, the whole table whenever someone draws a Joker, like, it's uh, it's just it's so great. It's wonderful.
1: It's totally true. Have you played uh, at a, in a convention setting, Savage Worlds at all?
2: Mm-mm.
1: Okay, so if you get a chance, definitely recommend it uh, because it's what you said. Is if you look at normally, they put all the savages together in one room, which is wise because we tend to be very disruptive when we run games. You know, the games are they're loud, they're boisterous, everyone is screaming obscenities, and like you said, the Joker comes out and it's fucked, yeah, and it's like take this and it's horrible stuff. Everyone at the table just just goes wild with it, but and that's the thing is you know you uh, I've played next to other games and I mean you can see the eyes turn when you know the Savage Worlds game is going on. It's just you take a bet in, and it's just like I'll bet that goddamn it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you're not wrong. There's something about how the just that initiative system alone really uh, folds everything else around it.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of funny because like when you see someone kind of looking at Savage Worlds for the first time and they see the use of cards, most people that is like an instant turnoff for them. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've noticed that too. They're like, oh, it, if it has cards in it, like, I don't want to play it. I'm like, no, you, it's not a card game. You don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to play cards. Like, you're literally just using it for certain things. You don't have to be a, you know, a huckster in Deadlands or anything like that. Like, just relax. Trust me, it's fun.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one thing, like, uh, with just speaking of Deadlands, I don't know if it's in the latest edition, but I always like the, with the huckster that the deal with the devil part where you mm-hmm. actually play a hand yeah. of poker yes. i always yep. thought that was some of the coolest shit out there just because it's like it's so ingrained in the game that it's i we've talked about immersion before and how it's kind of a little bit bs but i feel like if that's a moment to be immersed it would probably be for that short period where you're playing that card like that game for whatever the stakes are and that's just it's such a cool little mini game inside of a game and the funny thing is if you
3: like that part then you would have loved deadlands classics and that's what i think most of the people that hate savage worlds that come from deadlands or or feel that scott said lost is every time a huckster cast a spell he would get dealt five cards and potentially more depending on how well he made his his hexling or his hex roll but um he then had to make the best poker hand he could. And depending on the hand, that is how well that spell functioned.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
3: it was really fun. It was a really cool mechanic.
1: You know, That was around. I want to say that was around in the initial Savage Worlds burst of Deadlands as well. And then they finally removed it. Um, maybe the Reloaded. I could be wrong. I could be misremembering that. But I do know it was in the Savage Worlds of dealing the Huckster hand and whatnot. Um, it yeah, really in early
2: on. in the newer one, it's uh, there is there are still you know de- the deal with the devil mechanic. It's just only when you're casting a spell that the huckster does not already know. So oh. the huckster can choose. You know, oh, uh, you're a huckster. You have you have one spell that you can continuously cast. Basically, I mean, you have your power points. But if you want to cast a spell that you do not know, you can cast any spell from the Huckster spell list, but you have to make Mm. a deal with the devil to do so. And if you fail, it could, you know, there could be some dire consequences for it. Not to um, plug my own stuff here, but uh, Deadlands the Crossroads, (laughs) we had a, we had such a good, like, Huckster, and uh, we actually called, we had a name for this devil, this entity was the Thin Man and we oh. had we had some fantastic scenes between the two of them, and it was it was wonderful i really i'm a huge fan of i'm a huge fan of dealing with the devil the things you say out of context
0: <laughs> yeah. well, that'll get clipped'll yeah, <laughs> clip. be on the promo yeah <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah no um I gotta say like one of the things and this might sound a little weird, but like one of the Things that I think that makes a system really special is the hindrances that like, cause everyone will always take hindrances cause it always gives you power, but like, you know, some extra bonuses, but the hindrances really help you flesh out a character in ways that I think just an abstract point of view won't really do like with D and D you could say, oh, you know, my guy has this, my guy has that, but really it's, there's no, real incentive for you to act those up while Mm -hmm. in this game it actually says it's like well you're taking these these are the things that will actually happen and you can create some really interesting characters by using the different hindrances to flesh out the character in ways that i don't think many systems really have like are capable of doing
2: no i agree it's kind of like role play incentive too at the same time like ooh. Mm -hmm. I have this hindrance. Let me let me play on that, and then typically your you know your game your G- GM will reward you bennies for doing something like that. So
0: yeah, yeah. Also, ex- also the exploding dice when that pops off, like it is the coolest thing in the world.
2: Yeah, especially when it explodes like more than once. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the other moment, right? That a table loses its mind. Yeah. Is like, well, how, how can we take this dragon down? Oh, 78 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: and, and you know, that's the, when you talk about it, that's the thing that really drew me and my friends to it as well. Is uh, my friend, anytime he talks about Savage Worlds, like, I love that a goblin with a dagger is just as deadly potentially. As a dragon, that you can't enter any fight. Yeah, thinking, it like oh, scales itself. This.
1: Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Oh, yeah, you know on. you got well, you got the the. A lot of folks don't really understand that when they first come into it, is that your entry level novice wild card can hang with the heroic, you mm-hmm. know, tiered characters pretty easily, and they're going to help mm-hmm. out. But yeah, there's not. I mean, it can be maybe risky because your skill abilities might be a little bit lower. But yeah, you have the potential of doing just as much damage.
0: Oh, totally.
2: Yeah, we were were test playing it when I first got it, me and just a few of my friends here at home. And I was like, okay, yeah, roll this. And they were like, oh, I have a D4, there's no way. And I'm like, (laughs) they they had like a D4 and a negative two or something. And they're like, there's no way that I can do this. And they're (laughs) like, I got a four. I'm like, roll again. I got another four. Roll again. I got another. Their roll was like 27. Oof
0: it's funny because i think everyone has a story like that where someone yeah. who thought something was impossible and it's great when it happens in these crazy situations i've had the like the same thing it was actually deadlines i ran a very small campaign for a couple friends to try and get them into savage and my we're like going by horseback to a town that i i just called hopeless um and i wanted them to just okay how long does their travel go because you know they're in kind of new orleans a lot of uh marsh everything like that so i got him to roll uh just like a horse what is it the horse skill i forget what it's called riding riding yes Yeah. that should have been very <laughs> obvious <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like "Oh, well, i only have a four i was like all right well that's cool let's just see and he rolls a four and he gets a four and he keeps on rolling a four And it's the same thing, but he got into like the low thirties and I didn't know what to do with that. This is me. I'm a very, I'm a very novice, uh, GM. Like I've only run very small campaigns and I was like 31. Well, I guess you just teleport there. I really don't know what to do with the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Finder, you got any good stories of, uh, exploding dice? uh y- yes
3: uh, my friend converted his D D game to savage worlds um after a lot of pressure from us uh well, dude let's <laughs> just <come back laughs> play everything else in savage worlds let's just get your game there so he converted it and had these really big nasty monsters that were supposed to like be really frightening to us uh more powerful than us we're supposed to run away but um my brother-in-law is like the king of just doing off-the-wall crap, especially in combat. They're like, well, I want to take my dagger. I'm going to run. And I'm going to jump over. I'm going to do the somersault in the air and land on his shoulders and jam the dagger in his head. And my friend's like, okay, uh, let's do these rolls. And he aced every single one of it. One shot killed that big, bad monster. And our GM from that game has never let us forget that. Every time, there's something, <laughs> This is because I can't have you guys one-shotting them. We're like, don't challenge us man we can do it right
1: yeah
0: what about you scott uh
1: i mean man there's just there it, it's we've talked about it right i mean it it really is there's jesus i've run so many games but, the,
3: the eberron game
1: uh yeah which moment which which moment the Eberron game
3: <laughs> my, my favorite for my character was when i jumped off the ship onto that other flying ship and had no flying skill at all and was able to not only kill the thing but take control of this of the of the ship
0: that he was flying and fly it myself and yeah, to the other ship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: and, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, and carry kind of pulled on that string a little bit is savage worlds with your edges, your hindrances and just the Benny system, all that rolls in. It really makes for uh, the daring do attitude, which, which I think a lot of players begin to appreciate, you know, like you said, you were in Sharn, uh, you know, what, a thousand feet up in one of the towers, and there was an airship with a... a uh, it was a uh, dragon shard laced... Essentially, it was a Gatling gun, but an arbalest, you know, so magic, magic machine gun. And, you know, the Warforged Paladin, just this Paladin in quotes, just decides, I'm going to take this running leap through this window that's now all shattered up and try to jump over to the other side of the, this airship so I can start fighting the bugbear that's unleashing on us. And it's just... You know, you might see that in other games, but it's. I think the, I think the mechanical side of some systems, such as D anD D, might kind of. I don't know. Might dull that a little bit in players, um, slightly. Um, I agree yeah, because Saturdays, you have like yeah.
2: you have your action, and then you have your yeah. bonus action, and it's like you don't yeah. feel like you can do all of that. So yeah, I agree yeah. with you one hundred percent. Yeah.
3: The other problem that I always had with D D is you describe what you want to do, and the gym's like, I don't know how to have you do that because
0: you're swinging a <laughs> Uh Roll attack,
1: right? <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like I jump from the tower to the airship. Yeah, you do. What's <laughs> <Let's> happening? <laughs> an <athletic. laughs>
0: well, and I I even remember like when I was playing DD, it's like oh Every single thing was like, Okay, well, I moved here. Okay, now I'm in melee range, this big bad guy. So my guy's gonna sit there for the whole entire time. And then it's just like you're just literally, Okay, I'm attacking, you roll, done. I'm attacking, okay, now you roll. And then at the end of it, like it was some sort of like big bonus. It was like the person who killed it got to say it was like, Okay, how do you kill them? And I'm like, That's cool, but we should have been doing this the whole entire time. Like that's mm-hmm. the best part. I'm waiting for that creature to die to see what the person actually comes up
2: with. Yeah. Right. I-
0: And this game, like, I think it it does do it more, like, it does have, you know, the hexes, it has everything like that, but I think it excels when people do theater of the mind more than the actual hex crawl. So, like, and I don't know if that's maybe just because, like, if you look at the, like, for one thing, like, uh, a yard in a little square, like, I'm not too sure if it's a square, like, what, what is the measurements actually for Savage Worlds? One inch equals six feet. Mm-hmm. One inch equals six feet? Okay. Yeah. yeah I was gonna say sure I have
2: no idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a weird but uh, like how we talk, we talked about this, I think, a couple episodes back. It has that you know, it's war gaming roots really show through on how it they calculate ranges and whatnot. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of a, a holdover, if you will, and it's a little weird, but I guess it works
0: yeah and i I think I'm actually surprised in the newest edition that they didn't kind of just uh, put that more as like an extra role and just went more with uh, with the actual just you know the role play part and not so much the actual grid part
1: uh because you still need that. so a lot of folks use uh minis and the templates and you know they're 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 down to the tactical uh finesse of savage world so that that movement rate is really important. that pace and everything tracks pretty mm-hmm. heavily.
3: And I'll say not everybody is good at doing theater of the mind. Scott does a great job. And I I think part of that is Scott rolls with a lot of the crap that we say we want to do. And that's cool. (laughs) But when when you're inside a building um, like there's, we were doing a a theater of the mind uh, deadland scene one time and we're in a, in a saloon and there's like multiple levels. And unless everybody is listening to the GM and unless the GM is giving really clear, good descriptions of everything it's easy to get lost on where your character is in relation to other characters other combatants and all that sort of stuff and so it's like my what how i had that scene envisioned was completely different than how the gm had it envisioned and when i wanted to do something that you can't do i'm like why uh and so there's this whole big oh well you're over here i'm like that's not what i that's not what i thought i thought i was over here so that's why i personally like battle maps because it it at least lets people know where they are, in general. So,
1: well, so people need to. My my suggestion is always people need to let go. So, like you can describe a room. Um, what was the one in Everon when you guys went down in that? The, the um, you found that hideout of the drow, right? And you went down in the basement, and there was the monster coming out of the well, kind of thing. That worm creature. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a, it's a bookstore. Every human being is okay. Almost every human being has been in a bookstore at some (laughs) point. You can visualize, I don't need to tell you there's, you know, approximately 11 shelves and they're so high. Really it's like, Hey, this is a bookstore. There's shelves everywhere. They run, you know, perpendicular to the, to the door. They run parallel with the door. There's a uh, uh, desk in the back or a counter for the clerk behind that is a door um, directly, you know, south of that. Uh, and then you can kind of go from there because the reality is it's like oh uh, you know well where can I hide well where do you want to do I'm gonna try to take cover behind the bookshelf can I do that yeah absolutely you can right um, or it, things like that and there's it's it's getting people to lift up from the that that myopic vision on the table that you would have and say look does it really matter at the end of the day you're gonna as a GM you're gonna roll far more roles than the players ever will. So it's not going to kill you when you're throwing two, you know what is the the recommendations like two to three extras per wild card, and then a wild card on top of that. Uh, so is it really going to kill you to allow the player to be like, I take cover, right? Okay, cool right. story. They have cover. <laughs> Just let it happen. It's it's natural part of the game.
0: No, that's um, yeah, and I, that like not to go back to the to the D and D system, but that was another thing that I always thought was kind of weird with. D was their actual cover system and how it worked like it's been a while since i've played that but i just remember it's like okay well i can't move shoot move so i would always have to put myself like into a corner of the wall where technically i couldn't see him from this position but we allowed it to kind of move over to the side and like i always thought that was kind of odd while in savage worlds like if you're shooting from behind cover you Another person can shoot back for at you, but maybe that was just my own, D, my old DM who was doing that. I don't know. I find every time I actually hop into like us doing an episode, I start questioning my own knowledge. Of the <laughs>
1: <right now. laughs> uh, don't do that. Don't do that.
0: Oh no, no, it's it's in a good way. I I question everything <laughs> in life. <laughs>
1: so that is healthy. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think another thing that kind of makes like savage world so special is their settings are never completely straightforward they always have a nice twist to them like if you think of like deadlands it's like it it is a western game but it has this whole crazy backstory behind it or you look at etu which is pretty much like a buffy the vampire slayer type s game but you're all college students have no knowledge of actual ghosts and all that stuff, but you're thrown into this world, but you still have to do all your grade stuff. And I thought they always add in these really neat mechanics into every single game that is very specifically for that. Like Rippers. The um, the class system that they have, which I don't think is everyone's favorite. And I it's kinda hard to RP that one a little bit, but it it's a really cool like Wait, I what? love
1: how Rippers? Rippers is hard
0: Rippers. to RP? No 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 just um like the the class system, like um like you know uh the upper echelons and kind of and don't really deal with the poor working class and I I always thought those that part was a little bit hard to run more for a GM perspective just because you're supposed to have this group of people but they can't interact outside of you know their Mm -hmm. jobs but and and that part I always kind of thought was hard but they always have these neat little mechanics neat little twists to every single setting that they release that really makes it unique in its own right well, speaking of settings like that uh carrie what's your favorite
2: um i i haven't played many of them but i i am absolutely in love with the deadlands setting um i'm about to actually try you it as well so that one will be interesting Um, But yeah, I I love Deadlands, which is weird because I'm not like a Western fan (laughs) at all. But all of my campaigns are always super horror based. So I think it's like the eldritch horror that got me. I'm like, an eldritch horror Western is fine. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I I love Deadlands. I love it so much.
3: It was fun. Um, I I played a short, I think it was probably uh, two or three Sessions of that because we created really stupid characters and had a TPK. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like, oh, here comes help. Let's attack them. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what oh, we did.
0: So, what's the premise of that one? Deadlands in Space.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, oh. pretty much. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't heard of that one before.
1: Yeah, They're they advanced the, the timeline BNG. a couple of times. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I know they have the L.A. Noir one. They also have the Hell on Earth one, mm-hmm. which that one's just the good guys lost, pretty much, right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. No. Deadlands in space.
2: That's weird.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I haven't played on. it
2: yet, but I'm I'm excited <laughs> to give it a shot.
1: Are you going to do a uh, actual play for that one too? Is I assume.
2: Um, I am actually going to be a player in that one, oh, which is ooh, okay. which is rare, but um. I don't think we're putting that one up. I'm not entirely sure yet.
1: Okay.
0: That's the far funsies one. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you're going to get a bunch of your fans just like, yep. we need this out now.
1: <laughs> we can beep out when she says what she's going to play next, and then they have to keep guessing. <laughs> That's Ooh. perfect. Yes, like
2: please. It. That would be
1: <laughs>
0: Okay, it'll be beeped out. Right. <laughs> That's nice. what
1: don't just beep it because you, you can stop the vocal, right? And then come on yourself and say redacted. and yes. right back into it. <laughs> Okay, I will
0: do a redacted. I will do a redacted. That's great.
1: You got to enjoy it.
0: Amazing. Or I could just make it really hard for them. I'll lower down the bass and then I'll reverse it so she's talking backwards. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so if
2: they really wanted to, they could figure it out. But
1: Exactly. Oh, this is why no one likes us. No. no. <laughs>
0: um now every system tends to have a flaw no matter how great we think it is do you guys can you think of anything that this system might have a flaw in that some people may not actually appreciate like why they may not like the the game in the first place or the system uh anyone who wants to start because i (laughs) I know this one's not exactly the easiest one to answer because we got a bunch of diehards in here for our savage I think and... I
2: have. I think I actually have two different answers.
1: Ooh, okay. I have Detail. one
2: for more of a like GM standpoint, where it's more of a design thing rather than a game mechanics thing.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: why, when I look up? you know, something in the book. Yeah. It's like, it's going to be on this page, this yes. page, or this page. And they're all totally unrelated from each other. But for some yeah. reason, we've spread out the information on all of those different pages. So that's just something that kind of eats yeah. at me a little bit because I'm like, I'm, I just want to know how exhaustion works. <laughs> just point me <laughs> to the page.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, you, you're not wrong. It's a cardinal sin and kind of modern modern book design of like everything you need to play that moment should be on that page. And it is much easier said than done. I will tell you that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm used to it now for sure. Like looking it up, but when I was first starting, I was like, I do not understand why we put this in five different places. Oh yeah. No. And that's because I,
1: you know, Hey, all, all love to to Shane and to Clinton, uh, Jody and everyone, but you know, I, they know my biggest one of my biggest criticisms is that, man, you guys need to, it's definitely needs to not be a, a technical manual, please God. <laughs> <laughs> well, it hurts my heart sometimes to read. It's just like, woof. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So, what would you say is number two? Yeah.
2: Uh, number two, something that I've definitely heard more of of uh uh do it. Say it. Say it. Something I I personally just I it's not a problem with me because I just don't put it in my games at all. But um a lot of the like historical racism and Oh, stuff yeah, like from that. Deadlands. Yes.
1: Yeah um,
2: and and even like other other places too, like even Deadlands Lost Colony, there's like that, you know, knockoff, uh, like native sort of alien race. Yeah, that sure. I feel like it's kind of used in that same aspect too. But I, in my opinion, that's all subjective and you don't have to play it in a disrespectful manner. And I don't think it was yeah. put in there in a disrespectful manner. So, but that's yeah. what I hear a lot of complaints about just, just from the public in general. That's
0: definitely a, a, a kind of, it's one that personally, I don't fully understand because as long as they're being like, like we, we all know history is not exactly friendly to anyone.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I get why some people may not like it, but I, I kind of agree with your approach where it's like, if I don't like something in it, I'm just going to remove it. But to erase the history that was behind it or the things that actually happened. I find it's more of a disservice to the people who either had to go through that or the people who are going through something similar. Like we need to have those messages in there in order for people to understand that these things happened because you never want to forget history, right? So that one, I'm I'm kind of on team carry for that one for sure.
1: Yeah, it's just handling things with tact, you know, like I, you guys exactly. have seen. Uh, yeah, you've seen the thing with like interrogation, um, you know, with my background, I could easily write, you know, I could just drop the interrogators manual into Task Force Raven, but I'm not because it's just it's I don't think it needs to be played at the table because people are going to go really crazy and so it's like hey here's how you solve this in four paragraphs just roll the damn die and just say what you (laughs) what what do you want to do you want information awesome are you going to are you going to be a dick about it or are you going to try to be sly about it okay cool here's the skills you need to use for that let's just roll the dice and curtains you know i don't want to sit there and have you describe you know the scene from syriana to me i was like no no thanks (laughs)
2: yeah if you if you have a good table and a safe table and a comfortable table, you don't have to worry about those topics most of the time. So that's, exactly yeah one hundred
0: percent. most people yeah. don't like they're there to explore if you want to, but it's totally fine to cut them out. Like me, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be comfortable with uh, discussing those topics at a tabletop because i'm I, I prefer more of the slapstick style, yes, you do. Yes, I do. I'm. I love my slapstick humor. Uh, so for me, that I wouldn't agree with that. Like putting it in my own game. My only complaint about Savage Worlds. Oh boy, this is my only complaint. Just name your editions after numbers. I don't know which edition <laughs> is what. I really don't.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, Deadlands Reloaded. Yeah, right.
0: Right. <laughs> it's like Explorers Edition. I'm like, which one is that? Is that the more recent one? Oh yeah, we're playing with this one. I, I don't know which one that is. Okay, now I have Explorers <laughs> and Suede. But yeah, they, I I just wish they named it easy.
2: <laughs> Whenever I was casting for Deadlands: The Crossroads, I ended up just taking a picture of the book and sending <laughs> it.
1: Find this. <laughs> I, I
2: was like, this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, yeah, you're not wrong though. It's it does get really confusing for people. Oh, yeah. Like, it is what it is.
0: <laughs> like what 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 are the editions again? What are they called in which order? Oh. Finder, do you know this one?
3: Uh let's see. You've got the first edition, which was just Savage Worlds. Then I want to say it was Explorer's edition. No, yeah, no, Swex came later.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> Sorry, okay. I, I had to get off the mic. I've got him sitting here because I'm that kind of nerd. Yeah. See,
0: so, so Finder's been playing this system for over 20 years. And he doesn't even know.
1: <laughs> so it's Savage Worlds, and then it has the little Origins winner on it, and the Sol- pseudo Solomon Kane, and then it's Shane Lacey Henley Savage Worlds. That's the next version. And then it was Explorer's Edition, and then Deluxe Explorer's Edition, and now suede. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They could have used better names. How dare you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're not. You're not wrong.
0: No, I'm not. I'm wrong <laughs> about a lot of things, but I will die on this hill. <laughs> yeah, no. What do? You, what about you two? Do You guys got uh, any negatives? Yes. Oh, the negative goes. is there's
3: no lack of or there's a lack of sex moves. Oh God! Damn you and your. <laughs> sex.
1: I hate you so oh, much. Oh,
0: damn oh, you! I
1: hate you, Finder. My God. Oh, oh my God! Do uh, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, I'm going no. I'm going to. I'm going to finish Raven. I'm going to put everything else on hold. And I'm going to make a setting just for you, Finder. <laughs> and just not release it to anyone but you. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll make it. A, I'll make. I'll, and you
1: use the cards exclusively like solitaire, and then just.
3: <laughs> Kevin World's masturbation edition.
0: Oh God! No, no. <laughs> I, I feel like solitaire. you might need. I feel like you might need a little background on this because
2: uh, coming out of the
0: blue, this may seem really fucked up, which it I is. I can
2: imagine. I can imagine there's a really good story here, and I'm excited to hear it. Yeah.
0: It's going to be a big letdown. <laughs> yeah, Scott, you got the most hate towards us, so you go.
1: I don't have the much. I just don't. I don't. Okay, so <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'll be fifty here in a couple of months. And I've been married for almost thirty years, and I don't need to pretend to get off at a table with a bunch of other people.
4: Right? It's just, that's not
1: for me. And while I may love Dungeon World in my heart, I just cannot get behind. Uh, oh God, uh, the Apocalypse World sex moves and um, Monster—I just that's just not for me. And it just, I don't know. To me, it's like it's no different than talking about torture or, you know, like you said, like just like, yeah. let's get in there. And we're going to dress like the clan tonight. Like, no, we're not. No. <laughs>
2: <Let's, laughs> nope. No,
1: no. <laughs> unless we're going to do a Brother Where right I version of what, how we're going to interact with the clan, I might be on board with that one because that'll at least be funny. But I know you're going to try to say something terrible while we're doing it just to try to get under our skin. So even then, let's not do that. Same thing yeah. for sex stuff. I'm like, I just, I can't do this. <laughs>
0: and yeah i forget was I, I think this was just us shooting the shit off like online but we were talking about uh pbta's and the one thing that rubs us all the wrong way uh no pun intended on that one um, <laughs> terrible person and we scott like i met i mentioned i think it was either scott or i mentioned about the sex moves and then Scott went on a tangent about <laughs> how much he hates him, Sorry. and then after after that, it's just we started commenting whenever Scott was saying, "Oh yeah, this is a good game," and then in the comments, I would see Finder like writing something, and he's like, "Yeah, but there's no sex moves." God
4: damn it. <laughs> so, uh,
3: <sighs> so yeah, every be
0: clear, though, I've never played a game where that was even
3: a thing. So when sure, Scott mentioned it yeah, was sure. part of Powered by the Apocalypse, I was I'm like, "What?" There's yeah. a codified mechanic for that in the game. That's yeah. really
0: weird to me. So, yeah, and it's in a good chunk of them too.
1: Yeah. I mean, what? Like I said, whatever. If that's how you get down, that's how you get down. You'll never find me at a con playing Monster Hearts nor Apocalypse
2: <laughs> Yeah, to each their own, but I'm good, yeah. thank
1: you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come on, bro. Don't you want to totally talk about how you seduce my character? I do not, but I'm good, sir. I'm going to the bar. I will be done with this game now. Now, in all
3: seriousness, though, I don't know that there's any rules in Savage Worlds that I don't like. There are plenty that I ignore. I, I rarely ever use encumbrance. Uh, are you even playing Savage Worlds, bro? Uh, I am. I, I, <laughs> I do use encumbrance numbers. in
2: any anything. <laughs> yeah, no, like that's not like the most ignored
3: no, I rule. Where I where I have used it though is like games <laughs> like The After or um, any of your post apocalypse where having gear with you becomes a key part of the of the scenario. It's like you can only carry so much. So what are you carrying with you? So if it if I think it adds to the drama of the setting that I want to evoke, then yeah, I'll use encumbrance. i have used it one time. And that was only when we did the, the after campaign. Uh, the other rule that I always ignore is lighting because I hate dealing with lighting. So even if it's, unless it's pitch black, everybody can see well enough to fight without penalties. When yeah, it's pitch but, black, then you got your penalty of minus six.
0: But what if you're in a duel and it's sundown and you're facing towards the sun and that little beam, so you're going to have the light in your eye. How, how, how can you I, not codify that? I can't that? be bothered. I can't
3: not be bothered. that,
1: like wow. alleys. Oh man, when you play test the Savage version of Neon Blood, I hope you're ready for some illumination penalties.
3: Oh, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with other people <laughs> using them as a GM. I hate having to think about it, so I don't.
0: Oh I, I
3: never use those rules.
2: I'm going to make sure you never do up, mission okay outside,
0: of day, outside of night. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's 6.30. We're in for the night. Well <laughs> <laughs>
2: We can't go outside. We're
0: done. <laughs> <laughs> Edge runners have bad times. <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining it's like it's like seven o'clock and it's 6:59 in the evening and like oh it's still sunlight we're good seven o'clock hits pitch black. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's
1: a different kind of universe.
0: Yep, yep. Man. Um, <laughs> so
1: look it. You do I this think, every time. You do this what? every time. You what do, do this I do? Literally so? every time. What are you? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do next? I just I like gonna, messing with you. What do you get to do? I was gonna, gonna, next? Ask,
0: a, I was gonna do, ask a question. Yeah. Now
1: Do you wanna know what I what I think is the flaw of Savage Worlds?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I always forget about you. Well you, you talk it. a you talk a lot. It's hard to How realize. dare you? How, oh, dare, yeah. you? how oh, yeah. dare you? Oh I, yeah. I got the I got the I, I could tell how much me- like how much space each one of those takes up on my hard drive, man. Yours You're always takes up the most and you know it. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> like I, I've had to
1: be. A, I've had to be a serious adult for two weeks, so this oh. is therapeutic. No, so I will be honest. I, I think there's two points that, uh, but I don't think they're flaws. I think they're perceived flaws. Uh, sort of like Carrie was saying. I think there's some perception to things, and that is uh, every character is the same no matter what and that um you know because a lot of people talk about that like oh no matter what i do you know my character is going to be just like every other character and we're all going to take notice and we're all which is why they changed the rules the way they did um and then um oh god the other one was uh analysis paralysis for some new players now that that is an actual an actual issue for the for some of the newer folks because like Carrie said, you know, you, you sit down to like Dungeon Dragons and it's, oh, everything is laid out in this nice, neat time flow for me. and I'm good to go. Savage Rules, like, cool, what do you want to do? I want to use a sword. Awesome. How do you want to use that sword? <laughs> what kind of sword? Do you want magic too? Wait, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's like people almost have like when they have too many options because it's really just what they say. They don't know really what to do.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, the thing that's funny about that also, though, is Coming from other systems, the one thing that I see or used to see more, since Savage world has been around a while now, it's not as big of an issue. But in the early days, people were freaked out by the fact that your magic user could wear armor. Yeah. That, oh, that, yeah. your wizard could use a sword. <laughs> and they're like, well, I That's can't. That's not use. the were rules. Like,
2: yeah, exactly. are <laughs> like,
3: use them. Get out of your D&D mindset. This isn't the, the, the D&D magic system. <laughs> it's like, unless your GM says you can't, then go for it, man
2: something something i'd like to add with the um you know every character is the same sort of thing i don't know like again i just got into savage worlds and and deadlands and i don't know how it really was before this edition that we played with but i was afraid of that because i when i cast i did not let anyone know who anyone else was playing or what, what character type anyone else was going to be. So, you know, there was no comparing classes or, you know, quote unquote classes, um, <laughs> yeah. character types or anything like that. And so we had, you know, multiple mad scientists. We had multiple guns, <laughs> of course. but they were all different <laughs> oh, yeah. because of the hindrances, because oh. of the hindrances that they took that made each character entirely different from another You compare the two gunslingers, and they are polar opposites. Yeah, they can shoot a gun, but their characters were played so insanely different. And I don't know if that was just the luck of having really awesome players, or, or how that fell. But they they were all vastly different characters, and it was fantastic.
1: Very cool.
0: I honestly, I never kind of like I've never thought of that, but yeah, like I like every game I played was savage. Nobody ever says, oh, yeah, I'm playing the healer. I'm doing this. Well, when D&D or any kind of game where there is classes, you always hear people say, hey, I would like to play this. Even like when we're playing Dungeon World, Uh, it turned out to be just we all kind of roll the dice and whatever we got, we got. But usually like you'll hear discussion about, oh, I want to play this or this. So then people are like, okay, I'll let them have this. I never really thought of that. But yeah, I've every Savage Savage game I've played, Nobody's ever said what they're playing. It's just nobody ever played the same thing, and I've never worried about it. Yeah,
1: Yeah. no. Oh. No, I will say healing might be more important in Savage Worlds as a power.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you mean I can't take a long rest?
1: It's down, man.
3: I can't can't
0: go in the dark.
1: I mean, you can take (laughs) a long rest. It's going to be a real long-ass rest for your character.
0: So Said, I can ask daddy,
1: what's, you, know. what's your next I, question? I, I can
0: ask my question. You're not going to yell at me. <laughs> Shut up. <please>.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> um, I noticed he made no promises there. Right. Yeah. No, okay. I, I know he's going to yell at me. He yells at me. No, all the come time. on. Okay? I do not. All the time. You should. You should hear the abuse the moment. That you the should the hear the
1: unedited versions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So why do you guys think that it's like Savage Worlds itself is actually not that popular? Mm-mm yeah' because it seems like it has mass appeal it has tons of creativity it has multiple settings without having to learn any additional rules for the most part and the rules themselves are really easy. you would think compared to a lot of other systems out there that it would be a shoe-in for becoming one of the big one of the bigger ones to maybe not rival d and d because that critical role kind of keeps that. And check, but um, like you, you hear, you know, as soon as you hear Pathfinder, people know what you're talking about. If they've played D. there's systems that people know about, but for some reason, Savage ain't, isn't. Why is that? Um, Carrie, why don't you start uh, off this? Or no, find you're <laughs> going, you're going. Oh, I, I,
4: I, 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 I
3: was gonna, I, I was gonna <laughs> say going. Carrie because I, I'm I'd be interested in Carrie's thoughts on yes. this one because she is newer to the system. I yep. have my thoughts, and my thoughts probably align fairly closely with Scotts because we're, <laughs> we're old men. yeah, but uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that one.
2: I think that a lot of game masters are scared of learning new systems. And when it comes to like Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder, those are close. like they're very similar when it comes to the system itself. Granted, in my opinion, there's a lot more to Pathfinder, but um, I just feel like looking at an entirely different system, for me, it usually comes down to, oh, the GM doesn't want to learn that, or, oh, the players aren't interested in playing something new. I think it comes to not wanting to step out of that box so then people don't even bother looking into it or learning about it at all. Like... I can tell you if I didn't watch Critical Role, I probably would not have heard of Savage Worlds because it was just coming across the video that I was like, oh, what's what system is this? Let me look this up. And I saw it out. So I don't I think it's just overshadowed. And I think that's just the sad part of it. It's a very excellent, fantastic system. And I just think it's overshadowed by D&D and Pathfinder like a lot of systems are, but I feel like that's its main uh, hindrance.
0: I think you're kind of hitting it on the head, like head right there. Because there's been a few times where I've tried to approach people and like, hey, do you guys want to try out this? And I've pointed out like Savage Worlds, and a couple of them are like, yeah, let's play that. And the other ones are like, no, we want to stay with the same system. And <clears throat> most of the time, it does come down to the fact that people just don't want to learn something else. They're usually comfortable with that. Like, how many stories have you heard about uh, GMs who want to try something differently and they approach their group and they're just shut down on it because the players still just want to play as a bard, as a ranger, as a fighter. They kind of just want to keep things the same.
2: Yeah, they're happy with what they're doing, but they don't understand that, like, hey, this is a lot of fun, too. You could have a different kind of fun. Come over here.
0: Well, how about from the old crew? What do you guys think? So my, thought, my thoughts are,
3: one, you've already said, D&D is the 800-pound gorilla in the room, and it does overshadow everything. It's a big moneymaker. Um, I don't think, and this is, I, I think Matt Mercer does a great job. So I'm not, I'm not bashing Critical Role. I, I don't watch it myself. I've watched some, and I love the way he tells his story. So kudos to him. That's not doing any favors to other game systems beyond D&D, though, unless you can get them into that one-off sort of scenario where they do a different system like Deadlands uh, or Savage Worlds in that one. Because people see Matt Mercer and that becomes their vision. Oh, we can do stories like that too. And they go to the system that he's using. Um, So that popularity, I think, has helped buoy up and boost five E's already loud signal. The other thing I think you've mentioned already in different words is people like to think we're creative, but we're afraid of being creative. And so we get stuck in, well, I'll play D and cause I know what a fighter is. I know what a cleric does and I can be creative within that, that box, but you give them savage worlds. It's like, I now have to think about what my character is beyond just fighter. I, I have to do something different now. And so I have to come up with this whole character concept on my own. And I think that tends to scare people um, or, or it can scare people uh, when, when I think Scott, you mentioned that you've done some things that were somewhat system agnostic and people don't like it because it, it opens up a lot of, here's, here's a lot of things creatively that you can do. And people they're like, where like are my
2: guidelines?
3: I don't see edges to this paper. I need that. But yeah, I mean that—that's a great way of putting it, Gary, because that's exactly it. I I, I, here is a here is an open field with no rails. Go at it. I don't know what path to go. Forge one, (laughs) forge path. See what happens. And they're afraid to. So that—that's my thoughts. Scott.
1: All right, now I'm going to blow everyone's mind. Next question. I'm (laughs) going (laughs) to. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to take you on a memory trip of at actually, uh, uh, hold on, uh, uh, actually. So, and Deluxe Explorers Edition, Savage Worlds was, was at its peak hotness because Wizard of the Coast had made Fourth Edition, and it was hot garbage, and everyone knew it because you can look at the IC2V, which is um, they. It's basically a repository of sales for all all nerd shit. And they have role playing games on there, and they rank them by quarter, and you can see what happens. So at that point in time, Pathfinder was dominating, you know, in the top four. D and D was off and on the top four. Savage Worlds was number number two, number number three,
4: really for a
1: very long time. It was actually a very a very wide selling role playing game. Yes, it was incredibly popular. The 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 Facebook Jesus, I'm so boomer. The Reddit group has almost sixteen thousand users, uh, you know, signed up to it. Uh, the Facebook group, the Discord group, um, it's it's only growing. But yeah, at one time, Savage Worlds was incredibly popular. It outsold Dungeons and Dragons and outsold a lot of other games. Um, and then, and then the fifth editioning happened. And mm-hmm. nothing is more valuable or precious to nerds than nostalgia. <laughs> and yeah, when they said that you know new D and D would be uh, backwards compatible and all the things which that's a separate argument um <laughs> but yeah you know that sort of got everyone into it and you know how i have everything for fifth edition and it's it's that warm comforting feel like oh, i know these words they're so familiar but um yeah fifth edition really did start to dominate and you know pathfinder's never recovered pathfinder 2 is, it's it does okay but you know like we talked about on the show before if you pull up just roll 20 alone with the games played um D&D just destroys everybody by mm-hmm. wide margins. And then even Savage Worlds, I think this last quarter, quarter before last, is only like 0.28% of the games or somewhere in there. I, have to, I don't have it in front of me. but And Pathfinder is not even doing that well compared to that. So yeah, it's a really weird cycle of how things panned out. Um, yeah.
0: I have one other thing that I think could also be attributed to it and it's actually something we touched on a couple episodes again but it's their own licensing that i think might be holding them back because hmm. and now just just hear me out cuz i know okay. i know you and finder you both can actually you know you guys are able to like release something under under savage worlds but what is one of the best marketing things for any new rpg right now kickstarter Kickstarter yeah. right now. And unfortunately, like with 5e, where you do have the 5e compatible, where you're allowed to do that as long as you omit certain things, or even Morkborg or mothership, or any of those ones that have really taken off, which have said, I
2: love mothership.
0: We 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 played one round well one game of it and it was so fun, Mothership. I can't <laughs> wait for the full release. We'll so excited. To, we'll have to invite you for a <laughs> game when that pops up. <laughs> Um, But with those games, which now they're coming, they're more prevalent in conversation with people who, you know, listen to RPGs than Savage Worlds. And it's just because Kickstarter mm-hmm. itself allows for more people to see something than other- ever before. And if you're only saying to certain people, okay, you can release something on Kickstarter, and you can too, and you can too, but these other guys who have really great ideas but just who don't want to go through the licensing thing so they'll go hop onto the 5U bandwagon because they know they don't, they don't have to deal with it, you're losing all those really cool settings that could potentially just be transplanted over into Savage because of the closed license. And that's just that's my opinion. When it comes to a marketing perspective, they don't really have much. Besides deadlines,
1: no. I mean, you're not completely wrong. So, any Kickstarter not Pinnacle does not do Pinnacle numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've talked about that before. I haven't seen one that really does Pinnacle numbers that doesn't comes directly from them. But you know, and the, and the swag, yeah, a lot of folks can to be content with that because um, they just want to make something and get it out in the you know in, in the in our nerdosphere, which is fine. You know, just as long as you can get your creative. I guess your artistic designs out, it's, it's also therapeutic, but yeah, I don't know. Like I was bound and determined to become an ace and so I don't know.
2: What is your, what is your game?
1: Um, so, well, so funny enough, uh, I, the things I've done for um, Savage Worlds particular was I, I did the uh, narrative action chase deck before they did it. Um, because I really didn't like their, their chase mechanics whatsoever. <laughs> um, and then I did a, a big old a thing of pilot edges because it was a conversation I was having with one of my players. We were playing a science fiction game. and He was like, wow, there's nothing. I have Ace. That's awesome. And I was like, hey, you know what, bro? Hold on a second. So I did some of that, and that needs to be cleaned up. Um, and So I had the Ace since then, but I didn't really do much with it other than those two things. And then I produced some uh, OSR-type games just because it was easier to to work with. It's a more familiar system. And at the time, I guess like kind of like you all were saying is I subconsciously could read the room of, you know, OSR is sort of that new hotness that's selling really well. And, you know, so I wrote a fantasy game for for an OSR setting, which treated magic as being serious and made, I wanted to make magic feel special. And then the, the one that just came out that I wrapped up is Neon Blood because there was no real cyberpunk game, a hardcore cyberpunk game for, for an OSR D20 style system. Um, so I did that. And now I've my Kickstarter is running now for Task Force Raven, which is the first Savage Worlds full setting that I'm doing. Um, it's Special Forces versus uh, the Occult.
2: Oh, interesting. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I was expecting that last sentence to be, but that wasn't it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not alone. I will say that the people have had a mostly positive, like, wait, what is happening? And then, <laughs> wait, They give all these you- examples and I'm like, yeah, that would work. You know, it's just like, oh my God, Delta Green cross with SCP. Yeah, you could do that. That's totally fine. Nice. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah,
0: that'll yeah. be, uh, as someone who's kind of play tested a bit of it, it, it so far has been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, we'll see. The first, well, the first round didn't really count, I guess, but you guys got a gin tore through your asses. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's designed to be a little deadlier than normal Savage Worlds, but on purpose, because your op- your operators don't start at novice. You start fairly well-skilled.
0: Have you guys game.
2: heard of Street Wolves?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> the, the game looks amazing.
2: Yeah, I'm really street excited wolves.
0: for it. <laughs> what is Street Wolves?
1: It's is everything. you do. One? Yes.
2: Yeah, a... Here I have the page pulled up—a retro-futuristic synthwave-inspired action-adventure RPG setting for Savage Worlds. Yes, it's actually one of my one of my best friends on the on in the you know TTRPG universe. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm excited. I'm really excited.
1: Oh, very cool. Yeah, I saw that and was just like, "Oh, this is right up my alley."
0: <laughs> is it on Kickstarter right now, or is it no?
2: No, it is still in progress. There are some people doing some um like sort of test plays of it. Um Mm -hmm. I think Percentile Vice has one up and then Todd Moonbounce has one up as well. They're really good. You should check them out.
1: Yeah, the the jump starts on uh drive through RPG for free. So they did a jump start.
2: Yeah.
0: Ooh, I just found it right now. And I will download.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's it is it's yeah, oh it looks so 80s an retro yeah vibe. yeah
0: that's cool
1: <laughs> that's a weird way of saying perfect <laughs> <laughs> full caveat i think spirit of 77 is one of the greatest games i've ever ran in my life and so street wolves has that vibe written all over it, it was like here we go <laughs> yeah
0: i i could see i could see the spirit of 77 vibes but in the eighties retro feature vibes.
1: Yeah. Which I was actually a child for. So there's a little, a little bit more hands on with me than, (laughs) you know, the 77. I'm like, I was like five years old, so I kind of remember, but not really.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Spirit of 77 for anyone listening. uh, That's a game. It's a PBTA system, but it's pretty much uh, the seventies action cop movie type style. Game,
1: it's everything Except, you love about the 70s all roll into one game. black exploitation yeah. to Dirty Harry to you know, I cage fights. i just
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd probably do something like a Kings of New York type style.
1: I told well, you, one at the, con, the con man, the dude was on, uh, he was a glam and he fought everyone on roller skates. You know, that, that, <laughs> that's that amazing. That's how he got down. <laughs>
3: well, you, you know, Scott, you can have that in Street Wolves, it sounds like as well, if it's 80s, because roller derby yeah. was a huge thing back
1: then. Yes, yeah, yeah, man. That's my little, that little nerdling. That's what she did. She was a roller derby girl for a while.
3: So, does that mean you saw the movie All the Marbles? Uh,
1: All the Marbles, and um, uh, oh my god, uh, oh. My god, I can't remember that I can't, I can't think of the name of the damn movie. Uh it had Juno in it. Oh my god. Whiplash?
4: Whip it. Yeah. Whiplash. Oh yeah. Whip it. Yeah, such Whip a good it. movie. Yeah.
1: Whip it. There you go. Yeah. I was like, man, I am definitely getting old. Oh my god.
3: Well, the fact that we've been playing Savage Roles for nearly twenty years didn't cue you in. <laughs> yeah, for, for real. Oh
1: man. Yeah, that's what this the show is great because everyone gets free previews of all these zany things they may or may not have ever heard about.
0: Yeah, now I'm gonna have to definitely look into that Street Wolves. It looks, it looks really cool. I love the the cover art. Yeah, it's just like that pink mixed with that soft purple. Oh, yeah, so good.
1: You can't go wrong with those two color combinations. Trust no, you. you really can't. <laughs> There's a reason I chose them for neon blood as well. <laughs> <laughs> No nice. oh, so there you go i mean the popularity, i don't know I, I th- yeah, it's not gonna be, it'll never be as popular as d and d, so but we'll see
0: i I don't think it'll ever be as popular as d and d but i I think
1: it's only up from here
2: yeah, I agree,
1: yeah, and, you know, and carry it on uh, and carry it on the head too it's, it's 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 that i don't, and i get it i I don't want to spend money. Or and or learn a new system is is fairly endemic in the hobby, and it doesn't really matter what game you try to get people to play.
0: Yeah, you know. But on the plus side, the core rules are only ten bucks. Not anymore. No, they are the well, get, the playbook PDF, uh, PDF nine ninety nine. Oh well, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, physical physical um, book. I think phys- yeah. it's like forty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a little Which bit different still, story. Yeah. yeah, I I yeah. like you them to get in the physical my book hands. For 10.
0: Yeah. So
2: I I just was saying I like holding them in my hands. I need physical yeah. copies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I yeah, I used to be a, a like oh, I could do PDF only and then slowly I've come back around to like no, no. I need the damn book and someone else at the table also needs a damn book because we both can't have the same book. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it
1: is definitely faster to look something up in a physical book, so. Oh yeah. Beyond. yeah
0: for me it all it's all based off do i want this because it looks cool or do i want this because i want to play it yes and that's kind of where i go from here
2: i've been in this <laughs> oh, <go ahead. laughs> i've been in this rabbit hole of oh that game looks cool oh, whoops i bought it
4: ah, so, see? oh, I know. <laughs> oh no.
0: I almost bought Battle Lords today because I was looking I was like 500 oh. pages of cool artwork. No, uh, it's uh,
1: not. You don't do that for five. It's not 500 pages of artwork. Well, <laughs> it's 500 it, it, pages with artwork interspersed. It, <laughs>
0: well, I know, but it looks so cool and it's it the PDF's $25. Like, it's not bad.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm actually doing a test play of the Savage Battle Lords next week. Oh, right on! Yeah, nice. it premieres on uh, Wednesday, so that'll be that'll be cool. Yeah. I I've oh, been that's so cool. yeah, I've been fortunate enough to be able to look through a lot of the new Savage Battlelords stuff. And very cool. It's pretty cool.
1: I hope it's not 500 pages long.
2: <laughs> it's it's not.
1: It's not. <laughs> they're definitely missing the point if it is. <laughs> yeah, that was that was
2: something we actually talked about very recently. Is because they're like, oh yeah, we had to condense it a little bit, and I'm like. <laughs>
4: a lot bit? a lot of bit yeah. actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't say <laughs>
2: yeah. it's good though it's I'm, I'm enjoying it I can't wait to have that on my shelf too so
1: nice
0: oh yeah there's so many different ones I was looking at like three different ones today and then yeah yeah Yeah. goddamn RPGs steal all my
2: money.
0: <laughs> that's the title of the episode <laughs> <laughs> goddamn hey. RPGs steal all hey. my money yeah. <laughs> I like it I actually like that <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we're hitting about an hour and ten minutes. Should we wrap up?
1: It's up to you. You control the microphones.
0: Oh, I know. That's that's fair. I have full control. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Finer, what did we learn today? That more people should play Savage Worlds. So, uh,
3: go out and buy it or steal it. I don't care. Damn.
0: Hey, we, we do don't not.
3: Play I- don't steal. Yeah. We don't. We don't endorse yeah. stealing. I don't want to get Santa in trouble.
0: Yeah, we, that that was this all for perfect. comedic effect. I get it, it's not our concern.
3: But you should <laughs> buy it legally. Bu- buy it legally, or kill puppies to make a deal. Oh them. my god! Damn you, your
1: puppies? Oh no! And just redact that too. <laughs> yeah.
3: See, I'm trying to start some controversy for Savage Worlds because that controversy back in the '80s really helped boost the signal for Dungeons and Dragons. No, so no,
1: no, it's not for Savage Worlds. That's controversy for us, and I don't want to yeah. hear it. I don't want to hear it. On Twitter. <laughs>
2: That will not go the way you think it will go. <laughs> no,
1: not at all. There,
3: <laughs> Which is I, how I, most of my plans go even in-game. Correct.
0: Eventually, it's like whenever we have someone new on, they're just going to hear things and they're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> what fuck about killing you
2: guys? Yeah,
0: like well, we Jesus do God. not endorse killing puppies. Finder might. I'm not too sure anymore. He brings it up <laughs> too much. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> matter anymore. It's either. like
1: the truth wants to get out, right? Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah not against dogs but oh my god yeah. god I okay you uh, said you have and, control
2: of the mic right you just can just right yeah
0: it. yeah yeah here we go yeah, yeah, yeah. okay oh my god yeah oh no look finder actually got muted and he left the room for the night oh, yeah. he anyways uh, <laughs> uh i think rp people that's all the time we had for today um if you like this episode you know shoot a, shoot me an email at uh, rpsmartpeople at com or if you didn't like this episode uh, send me a tweet on Twitter at rpsmartpeople uh, I'd like to thank uh, Carrie Smith for joining us today it was a pleasure to have you this was really fun if you want to come back anytime um, besides finder uh, he's unmuted One second. One second. One second. if you want to if you, besides finder if you'd like to come back at any time you're more than welcome uh, we have a wide array of Topics, but yeah, thank you for coming on for today. Yeah, thanks.
1: Yeah,
2: thanks for having
0: yeah, fuck me. Fuck finder. <laughs> 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 All right, folks, have a good one. See you next week. <laughs> oh, and uh, her, the link to for Carrie's stuff is going to be in the yeah. bio of the episode. There Check it out. It, her 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 shit's pretty good.
1: I, I'm in like drive.
0: I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your families. Tell the person across the street. Her, right her now. channel
1: is under attack. <laughs>